Two Fucked Up Ducks, 63. It's pretty fucked up. Who is doing the running? Well, I think it is high time Christopher from Dorset earned his beans. Do you want me to drive? Yeah, I think this can be your final probation review. And if you do well, I might even change the website and the feed to say it's just four blokes talking about stuff. If you are not good, then you have to never um, speak to any of us ever again. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do it then. I am Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hello, this is episode 63 of Two Star Podcast, uh, which is effectively my driving test to see if I can drive a podcast safely on the roads of the internet. Uh, my name is Christopher from Dorset. So, uh, for full disclosure, uh, Graham is here. Hi. Adam is here. Hello. And uh, Dan is in the boot. Well, I'm I'm kind of sitting here silently and judging, but you know, same thing. It's only like um, a little car, so even though you're in the boot, we can still hear you. I think um, judging somebody from the boot is quite a rich position to take because you're still in the boot. Yeah, but it does explain why he kind of sounds muffled. Yeah. It's like the ultimate backseat driver. Yes. Well, that would be in a trailer, wouldn't it? It's a bit like when Actually, no, uh, you can't be I drove... Um, behind the car and yelling things as as the car comes to a stop, stop occasionally. Dan is on a skateboard and holding on to the, um, yes, the spoiler like a cool, cool cat yeah. from the 80s. Yes. If he was in the boot, it would be a bit like when um, I drove you to Sainsbury's in the back of my old Volvo, and uh, an old man doing his shopping got quite a surprise when I let you out the back. Yeah, he, yeah, that was fun, and also frightening in equal measure. You remember the time that you rode on top of my car while I was driving it? Yeah, that's um, tremendous fun, but also really fucking stupid and dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and um, but I was. I was there was, stupid, so... It, yeah, there was a time that our friend Will um, climbed out of the passenger window <laughs> in the front of my car while I was driving and into the back window. Um, and I was doing about 60 down little country roads and his foot hit a tree. And then when he got out, when he got home, he sort of put his weight on it and it wouldn't support his weight. But because he was so drunk, he just thought, well, that's weird, and carried on. And then he had a massive bruise the next day. Ah, the stupid things you did when you were young. It is remarkable that no one died, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think the thing with stupid things is they are very good fun. Mm. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest problem, isn't it, really? Yeah. Because if either of my children ever told me that they got out of a car, or not necessarily got, well, yeah, sort of lent out of a car while it was driving along at high speed, um, and were gripping on at one point to Dan's, the rim of his... Um, sunroof just by their fingertips and convinced they were going to die i'd be really cross with them but also it'd be really funny yeah yeah and i mean if they did die that would be less funny i did something um not not dangerous like that but but foolish in that it could have resulted in my car breaking um i went camping at the weekend and Mm. where i go camping uh with our friend hayden um it's on a farm normally we park at the bottom of this track and walk up but we were too lazy uh so we drove my little 206 up a track that is only really suitable for a land rover and uh it was excellent fun <laughs> was the ground really wet or was it dry uh it was dry on the way um 
to the camping, which was uphill. But because the rut in the middle of the road was so big, I had to straddle um, the rut in the track and um, the side of the track. And on the way down, it was very slippy-slidey. So I was doing the same thing, but having to steer kind of about 10, 15 degrees across to account for slippage. I think um, the big rut shouldn't be a problem because they don't put anything important underneath the car. Well, it's it's debatable. Um, no, all, all the important stuff is in the um, is under the bonnet. It's just the sort of the extra bits that go underneath the car. I don't know if you've looked at my car, but but my bonnet is fairly close to the ground anyway. So what's in between is um, it's vulnerable. It's like a soft underbelly. Ah, uh, I see. So um, I hear that you've done something that sounds like very good fun. It's also potentially a bit silly in that you um, you claim it was accidentally, uh, but you've taken someone hostage. Yeah, I took a young lady hostage last week. Ow. Okay. This is an interesting well, defence. I think our legal team will be interested uh, to hear I, your version of events. I was hosting a meeting in um, in one of our one of the companies in our group has got um, like uh, it's not Regis, but it's like Regis, like a meeting space. Um, they they hire out a couple of rooms in a building in London, and so I was using one is of these it a meeting rooms. No, it's proper. It's, it's like used got, warehouse um, on an old industrial estate. It's got like screens and fancy stuff, and there's beer coming out of well beer taps. Um, but it's yeah, it's like all modern and swank. It's sort of like um, you know, startup offices in um, America. Yes, it's sort of meant to look like one of them, but housing like four hundred different rooms. Right. Okay. Uh, so I got a phone call from the person that I was meeting with, and she told me she was down in reception. So I I went down in the lift, and I went over, and I couldn't see immediately like you you see people looking around you make eye contact you think oh that that must be her so there was a lady sat down on one of the sofas in reception so I went over to her and said oh are you Aisha she said yes 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 stood up shook my hand um she, she spoke very poor English and I thought oh well that's weird because in her email that she sent me I, I hadn't thought you know I hadn't realized she she spoke very bad English and so we were going up in the lift, and I was saying to her, I got your email, and, and these points were really interesting. And she was just nodding, and yes, yes. And it got to the point where I thought, well, I don't think this is the right person. <laughs> but So I said to her, is Aisha, isn't it? She said, yes, yes, I, yes, I, uh, Alicia. I said, Alicia or Aisha? She said, yes, yes, Aisha. So then she didn't seem to know her own name. And so then I was even more confused, and I thought, well, I can't say... I'm sorry. Are you are you the right person? I think I've I've meeting with the wrong person because if it is the right person, that's quite insulting mm-hmm. and quite embarrassing. Yeah. So I took her up to the meeting room. Um, I know before that I took her up to uh, we we got in the wrong lift and it, it's <laughs> these stupid lifts where you have to press the button for the floor you want to go to and then it summons a lift and tells you which one to get in. What? But I I got in um, lift. B instead of C, I think, and it took us up to the tenth floor instead of the fourth. You live in a bizarre world. I don't live there. I just just working there. So we we got out on tenth the tenth floor, and I said, "Oh no, I, I must have got the wrong lift. I wanted the fourth. And um, the lift closed. And then a man said, "Oh, you you can't just get back in. You'll have to go all the way back down to reception, and then you'll have to go back up to four, which is silly." Mm. But then I was swiping my card to try and summon the lift again, and it, it my card didn't have clearance for getting a lift from that floor. 
Right. So, this seems like a brilliant security system. It's really bad, isn't it? So I was stuck on the 10th floor. There was nobody else there to summon a lift. And I had a, a woman <laughs> with me. Uh, and eventually somebody came and they were they were getting in the lift. So we, we got that down to, down to the ground floor and then back up to the fourth again. So I took her into the meeting room. Why did you not down. take the opportunity while back in reception to go and see if your actual visitor... Well, because it was sort of around a corner. I thought, I can't just march out and, and I don't know what the person looked like. So I couldn't just go in and say, are you who I'm meeting? Because this person's a fucking <laughs> idiot and doesn't speak any language. Because if it was the right person, then that's you know that could lose the business quite a lot of money. So uh, we went into the meeting room and we sat down. I opened up this email and I said to her, so do you, do you want to just talk me through the points that, that you've raised here and we'll discuss them? <laughs> And she sort of looked blankly at me, and she said, this, I, I'm meeting Mike. It's like, yeah. okay, I don't know who Mike is. And she said, this is 12 recruitment. I said, no, it's not. So all those times I said to you, oh, you know, is it definitely the right, it's definitely you are expecting me and that. She she just sort of nodded and smiled. So I, I then had to escort her back down to reception. But at that point, I had a key card that could get us back out to the lift, and she had no way of escaping so she was at my mercy, and I was quite annoyed with her for wasting my time already. And all this time that we've been fucking about going up and down in lifts, my actual um, contact was sitting in reception thinking, what the fuck is this guy playing out, just abducting women? So, I mean, I didn't kill her, but I think I'd have been well within my rights. Right, I mean, I, I don't want to get into the realms of victim-blaming, but mm. in the actual hostage-taking, yeah. I, I think that she does perhaps need to accept some of the culpability. Well, I mean, she didn't put up much of a fight. I just said, are you... And and the fact that I said, are you Aisha? And she said yes, and then later realised that she wasn't, but then clearly couldn't... You know, she'd, she'd made her bed, she had to lie in it. I gave her an out, and she didn't take it. Mm. I gave her several outs because I was convinced it was the wrong person. <laughs> I mean, people get my name wrong, and I, I tend to just go with it. Yeah, it's close yeah but when they ask you a second time, it is Dave, isn't it? You say, well, actually, no, it's Chris. I, I might say, say, like, is that Dave's donut there? Yeah, I'm yeah. Dave. I mean, uh, yeah. is it not possible she was just deeply unhappy with her life and the life of this Aisha woman sounded, um, you know, glamorous and, and exciting? Oh, so maybe it was like the, the Prince and the Pauper thing. She was yeah. trying to... Well, but then, then she should have she should have gone with it. She should have talked me through the email instead of uh, just yeah. she she bottled it and said, "No, I'm I'm not here to see you. I'm here to see Mike." I don't even know I mean, Mike. She obviously realised that the new life that she'd found was not all she'd hoped for. I mean, she probably read the email and thought, "This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> I want to go somewhere interesting. I thought I thought this guy was going to be my savior, but actually, he's just a boring man who works in computers. It's a horrible realisation, most women, isn't it? It's awful, isn't it? So yeah, I, I accidentally took somebody hostage, oh, and wow. so I, I went down into reception just as soon as she was through the security door where she didn't require me anymore, I walked very quickly in the opposite direction to her, uh, found the actual person who I was meeting, who luckily thought the whole thing was quite funny when I explained it to <laughs> her, uh, and then I had to avoid eye contact with my victim um, as we were waiting for the lift again. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, that was my Thursday last week. Sounds like right. a lot of fun. So, we should hand it over to the legal department. Uh, Daniel, uh, what, what action should we take? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's, it's, I think the important thing here is I didn't issue any demands or um, ask for any ransom. Mm. And I didn't 
and I didn't kill her when I would have been within my legal rights. Did you like ask for any like refreshments to be brought up to the room or see if they had any like fruit or biscuits or anything? Uh, I offered her a coffee and she okay. uh, declined. As long as you offered it to her, that's fine. It's probably not intimidation. I mean, yeah, if she had wanted one, I would have made it. So if anything, that uh, that counts in my favour. Uh, that could have been stalking or harassment. Um, no, I think I think you, I think you're in the clear. You, okay. Um, so you think that to, this, uh, this excuse will be accepted by the courts? Well, no. He's going to have to move across the country and change his name. Yeah, I mean, the important thing is: is it believable? Because that's the best I can come up with. Yeah. Um, but you know, a few years on the lamb, it'll it'll probably have been forgotten. Maybe. Why is it on the lamb? Why not on the pork or on the beef? I don't really know. Or on the mutton. I quite like lamb, but I wouldn't want to be, like, on it to hide from something. Also, yeah. if you're hiding from dogs, why would you hide on a bit of it's, it's lamb L-A-M, though, isn't it? Not L-A-M-B. Well, that's not even a word. It, it or, means or, to, or, um, like, to, to flee, to run away. Well, yeah. uh, or is it, it a much more short. recent phrase than we think, and it's actually on the lamb It is apparently uh, the, about from poor this, internet. No, the origin of it is from Norse, you know, the Norse peoples. Norse. Um, it's it's they it's word for like to beat, as in to thrash, and I think it then became like a uh, to like beat it. Oh, I see. To run away. So it's Cockney rhyming Norse. I mean, sort of. Norse yes. Rhyming slang. Yeah, sort of. Mm. At least according to the etymology, what I was reading on some internet website. It is also the 23rd letter of the Arabic alphabet, but I think that's irrelevant. Probably. So, um, Well, not if you're on the lamb in Saudi Arabia. That's then true. it's very relevant. Yes. Are you on the lamb in Saudi Arabia? No. Well, I mean, I haven't... You know, not I haven't yet. I it out. Is that why yeah. you're having trouble with your laptop? Because the secret police have confiscated it? It could be. I think it's more likely that the secret police are just installing Windows 10 anniversary update. <laughs> I haven't got a Windows 10 update. I feel left out now. It's at 58% and it's been going for about 40 minutes. Yeah, it takes about an hour to do. Fuck's sakes. I got, I got a big update on Windows 10 and it made everything just slightly worse. Yeah, that's that's what Microsoft do. Yeah. So I, I think we've explored that enough. Um, I see that both Dan and Adam would like to discuss Donald Trump. Yes. So who would like to go first? Well, I think it's one of those things that People haven't really... I mean, people have done a lot of, of, you know, pointing out Donald Trump's flaws, um, the fact he's a massive racist, and, like, you know, his his um, his rental policies prohibited having black people living there because he didn't like them, and how he doesn't want black people counting his money because he'd rather have Jews do that. Uh, but he's not a big fan of the Jews either, except when they're counting his money. Um, and, you know, he obviously doesn't like the Mexicans, Um or indeed anyone else from any other countries, or people who are in America that don't like America enough, uh, or some of them that do. There are a lot of people he doesn't like. Uh, he's, he's very flexible on who he doesn't like. Uh, it changes from one day to the next. Um, but in addition to all of the ordinary flaws that he's got, um, he's about to go on trial for rape. Really? Um, now, it's, it's worth noting this is a private prosecution and not a police prosecution. Okay. So you can throw as many aspersions as you like against the person who is filing this uh, case anonymously, probably for obvious reasons. Um, but nonetheless, it is still an accusation that has been taken seriously enough to 
actually be given a court date and starts on the 15th of September. Um, Private prosecution is where I would start to raise red flags about that. Well, I mean, without I, knowing well, any details of the case. Trump, um, why not? Why is it not criminal prosecution? Well, presumably because the burden of evidence is lower in a prior prosecution. I see. But um, he can't go to prison, which no. you would have thought would be... Well, yeah, but if, if you can't prove beyond reasonable doubt that mm. he did it, but you can prove, you know, pretty much probably, then you can get a private settlement even if you don't get him to prison. Well, I guess, as I say, I don't know any of the details. Neither do I, um, beyond the, the kind of the very brief summary of the case that I've read. Um, but I suspect that it's not going to go well for Trump because his defence will inevitably be um, that he is a great rapist. In fact, many people say that he is the best rapist. I imagine the words dressed like that she was asking for is going to come into his well, defence. I mean, there was it. the tiny thing this week of one of his top campaign managers saying that if women were as strong as men, then rape wouldn't be a problem. Mm. Uh, which seems, I mean, inopportune any time, but particularly a couple of weeks before the person whose campaign you're managing is going on trial for it. Mm. Where, where did that uh, I should just go? point out that, uh, well, to the media. No, but, but what's his next logical step? Well, I don't know. I can only assume like mandatory steroid injections for women. I don't think there was any purpose to it. I think he was just, I think there was a discussion about it and he just kind of said, well, you know, obviously this wouldn't be a problem if women were just stronger. Yeah, they do bring it on themselves by being weak. Um, so it's worth remembering that this man is literally running for president of the United States. And while he may not be in the lead at the moment, most polls still have him at about a 25% to 30% chance of winning as things stand, and there's still like two months to go until the election. Yeah, it's, it's all a bit worrying. Although it, it does kind of explain the point that I was um, going to bring up. He's off to Mexico. Yeah. God alone knows why, because I'm not sure if he realises this, but they're not Americans they, and they don't get a vote. Well, and also he wants to build a wall to keep them all out because yeah. they're all murderers and rapists and terrible people, apparently. And well, some of them, I he assumes, are good people. They have a slightly laxer or more bribable law enforcement system. That is very true. Mm. Um, yeah, Presumably like, it's, um, it's sex tourism. I mean, you would think there'd be better options than Mexico, or maybe just the closest. Well, it is quite close. And yeah. Like very he late. doesn't have to take much of a, a detour from his uh, campaigning. No, assuming he's going to, you know, bother continue campaigning. But, or yeah. you think he's actually fleeing to Mexico? Well, huh. possibly. It would be the funniest thing ever if he just sort of completely denied everything. But yeah, no, I'm staying in Mexico. Just well, disappear. Just disappears in Mexico and never comes back. No, it doesn't disappear. Just ke keeps on doing his bullshit news conferences. Like photoshops himself into uh, into photos of random places in America. Yeah, no, I'm totally in America. Absolutely in America all the time. I'm the best at being in America. I'm going campaigning. There's huge crowds. Ignore the fact that they all look Mexican and I paid them. It's an interesting theory. He, he'd evade all of the critical journalist cover because fuck going to Mexico for them. Um, and they wouldn't know where he was. And his supporters would probably believe him. That's very true. Unfortunately, he's, his supporters only account for like 30% of the voting population which 
you know, probably isn't enough for him to win an election. Yes. In what is the spectacular race to the bottom in American politics to see which of the two candidates can be the least unpopular by November. You say that. We have Boris Johnson in the major foreign office. Yeah, but he's not running for president of the United Kingdom. He, he was he was prime minister briefly. No, he wasn't. Well, when, when Theresa May went on holiday, he was interim prime minister. They left him in charge. It's yeah. not interim prime minister, is it? I think it's kind of similar to when you put a child in the back of a car and you give them a, a colourful plastic steering wheel. They're not actually driving the car, are they? Most colourful plastic steering wheels don't have a red button that can annihilate Washington and Moscow. No, they have a red button that goes beep, 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 beep. I think I don't think he had. Um, I don't think he had the red button. I, I think he did. I think that was the whole point. If no, if he had a red button, then somebody would have got nuked. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yes, I'm pretty sure they don't just like give the the nuclear launch codes to whoever's filling in for the prime minister while they're on holiday. They've just got one of those um, Amazon rush buttons. <laughs> They you press that and it launches the nukes. That's that's how it's just more more convenient. I mean, it would be. I mean, we've outsourced basically everything else, so why not the nuclear button thing? Yeah, which does mean that um, when Boris Johnson does a particularly big shit and he hits the wrong button <laughs> because he's uh, used up all of the bog roll. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see the slight limitation in that, which is that even if you happen to live somewhere where Amazon does one-hour delivery, you A, still have to wait one hour to wipe your ass, and B, somehow have to get to the door to collect the package from the rather upset delivery man. Well, yeah, I guess the idea is not that you well, you just don't let yourself run out, but if you do a massive shit and you finish off the toilet paper, that's when you'd hit that button, I think. Well... I mean, yeah, but that that kind of you could just like go and get some, or even ideally they'd make um, the Amazon rush button out of sort of tissue paper, so you could use that in a pinch, uh, or like yeah. attach it to a t- toilet paper roll. roll. Well, yeah, but then you're still going to run out of the toilet paper, aren't you? That's true. Yeah, that's the issue. I mean, probably more effective in that instance would be to stick your head out the window and just bellow, "I've done a big shit and I've got no paper." Yeah. My, I'm a um, big fan of just good those circumstances. I think you could be waiting quite a long time. Uh, my wife got stuck in our toilet once and uh, had to call for help uh, for a neighbour to come and break the door down. Which uh, <laughs> which is less embarrassing than uh, I've run out of toilet paper. Imagine uh, if she had also run out of toilet paper and done a shit, but then was stuck. That would well, be awful, that, that wasn't the situation. The situation was that the... the Door I suppose if exploded. that did happen, you could at least have a shower. Yeah. When I was at university, one of my neighbours got stuck in her bathroom and was had to shout for help. Had she done a big shit? Uh, no, I don't believe so anyway. Uh, I think she just had a shower and had then found that the door handle had fallen off her door. Yeah. So then, well, so then you saved her, did you, Adam? Uh, I mean, effectively. Okay. Were you a hero? Uh, did you get, get, did, you get um, did the police give you a medal? Uh, no. Oh. This this sounds like the start for uh, an excellent setup for um, two star podcast erotic fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it is not. Christopher from Dorset was in the bath. <laughs> I was thinking more um, more more Dan or Graham, really, but 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Could be me in the bath. And then we could all come in and um, give you a good pounding. Well, <laughs> my wife has pointed out that um, she, she doesn't listen to the podcast anymore because, I mean, frankly, why would she? But she does sometimes go to bed early while I'm recording and she can hear my side of the conversation. <laughs> and about nine, well, about three out of four times that she's been doing that, we've been reading out erotic fanfiction. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just because about three out of four episodes, that's where it ends up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's unrepresentative. We have done it a few times, but it's not, you know, it's no, not the majority no, of what we're true. about. It is, however, definitely um, the most memorable thing that we do. Well, certainly, uh, and, and I'd argue the best. But it, yeah, it does make it sound more worrying than um, I don't know. Maybe I'd rather she thought we did that instead of talking about boring geeky shit. Yeah. In fairness, the Thomas the Tank Engine stuff was also boring, geeky shit, and dreadful erotica. So yeah, I mean that was one of the ones that she heard, and then the Pokemon and one as well. Did she not hear the the, um, uh, the Robot Wars one? Um, no. Well, I mean that wasn't erotic. So no, it was just regular that. fan fiction. Yeah, have we only done two erotic fan fictions? We did. Um, we've done Thomas. Well, we did the we did the reading of the Chuck Tingle book. Yeah, yeah. And we that's, did the that's just Thomas the Tank Engine. Feels like so much more. I think mm. there was an earlier one than that. Oh no, because we did all of the uh, dodgy R. Kelly stuff as well, which wasn't exactly the same. But oh yeah, disturbing. That was upsetting. Yeah, we we I need an archivist that would uh, would know all these things, mm. like a, I mean, we a, a two star librarian. The, we could look back through our, our tag cloud. Yeah, that just says wanking in big letters, though, <laughs> and it just makes me feel ashamed when I see it. Well, it's it's interesting you talk <laughs> about the uh, tag cloud. There's nothing wrong with it, because... but I don't. I didn't ever intend to do a podcast that's principal topic was wanking. I mean, looking back on my life, it's obvious that's where it was always going to head, yeah. but I'd, I'd least like to deny that. It, it's a bit like uh, naughty children in the back. Is I'm driving the boat, and uh, it's a boat now. We're on the, the high seas of the internet, and um, talking about I your tag cloud, ship. I have some exciting poo crumb news. So, I thought I would uh, do a bit more research and call back to last week. Oh, so God. I googled um, poo crumbs. Oh God! And image search? Uh, no, no, just Google. But okay. I was very excited to find out uh, that when I googled it, Two Star Podcast was on the front page. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy fuck. So we we were ninth, which was very exciting. I don't know Since then, we've slipped down to eleventh, which is a disappointment. But it got me thinking. Well, what other things uh, have we been tagged, or have been tagged that we might be uh, high up on the Google search for? Mm. So I tried a few. Episode fifty nine. Smearing shit on hotel walls. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think we are? Oh, dear. some of our proudest moments. Mm. Oh, what? So, what page of Google? On the oh yeah, don't yeah, don't um check it up. No, okay. So, uh, I suspect we're probably on page two, but towards the top. No, we are page one. We are second. <gasps> Who fuck. beats us? Do well, I don't, know. I don't know. This just in, we're now top. <laughs> It's changed, has it? Excellent. 
Who have we yeah. knocked off the top spot? Uh, smearing shit in hotel room on XP, which is xpee dot com. So I don't Go know on. how I don't know how Google oh, algorithms that's, work. Um, that's an erotic uh, video website. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to click on that, but I can read the description. No, if you like. don't. Do I'd not like to, read like... the description. Blonde girl rent a hotel room so she can play with shit. <laughs> Maybe it's forbidden to play with shit at her home. Who knows? <laughs> oh dear. That's she not takes bad, a big it? shit on her hands so she can smear that crap on her body. Well, that's a website I don't intend to visit. No, Chris, can we quickly, very quickly move on? Uh, no, I've got one more. So, episode 55, Robotic Wanking Claw. Where do you oh, well, think gonna... we are placed? Don't Google it, yeah? Well, number Where do you one. think we're does, placed on the Google Does Google, Google um, get stuff from Japan? Because if it does, then we're going to be like page seven. I think you should all all have a guess where we're ranked on that. I'm going to say middle of page one. Okay. Top. What do you think, Dan? Top. Top. What do you think, Graham? Uh, I think it's going to be not even page one. I think we're going to be a way down. Right. I've got... Well, Graham is wrong. Oh. The other two of you are right. We are placed number one, number two, number three, number four, and number seven. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, we, we've we are niche, half we? of the front page. <laughs> we have cornered so. the market on robotic banking tops. I mean, if somebody wanted that's, to go somewhere for robotic wanking claws, they know where to come, don't they? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what we're famous for. That's. Well, I mean, not unexpected, but I mean, I was never going to be famous for anything else. No, I'm I'm in a way quite proud of that. Yes. Obviously and the thing way. is, is that this would have to be a tagline for this episode because we've talked about it. Oh, that's true, so, yeah. It's only going to bump us up the ratings. We're going to disappear up our own robotic banking claw anus. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to um, put this on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, if we make it the title again... No, we can't do that. That would be... Robotic uh, wanking claw 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's uh, robotica. No. I don't know. Um, oh, they might... Oh, damn this time it's impersonal. That really makes sense. Well, anyway, uh, we, well, we need to set about man- manufacturing robotic wanking claws, don't we? Well, I think we we could maybe just get sponsored by them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, we've unknowingly SEO'd the fuck out of that, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who needs to pay some, you know, dodgy Indian company to enhance your SEO ratings? Uh, when we can just do it organically. Mm. Yeah. Or robotically, as the case may be. I want to know who are these interlopers. So there's uh, sparkfun.com, product oh slash retired, and that's Robotic Claw Mark II, ROB11524. And it, oh, this is a horrendous looking. <laughs> I would not use that for a, uh, okay, I have to look at this. a robot wank. The one I found strange was number nine was. Uh, it said Stephen Fry, so I thought, well, that's odd. So I clicked onto it, and it was Sunderland fans on a Sunderland message board 
discussing Stephen Fry's top 100 inventions of all time. And uh, a guy called Hull Mackham uh, just suggested robotic wanking claw would be number one on the list. Mm. And uh, Mm. that was enough for them to claim ninth spot. We've we've edged those fuckers out, though. Adam Shake 84 pound stretcher has 14 likes for a video of a banter robotic wank claw. Oh, brilliant. Uh, adding banter to it. Why didn't we think of adding banter oh, to our robotic wanking he, claws? He's not, he's not gone the whole hog because he could have added bants. He's also sexually assaulted a fellow shopper who I presume is his girlfriend, but. I well, I mean, that makes it worse, doesn't it, really? Yeah. With the claw, obviously. On the subject of. Uh, robotic claws that aren't necessarily doing wanking. Um, no, no, no. We exclusively talk about the wanking ones. Yeah, come on, don't don't dilute the brand. Yeah. yeah. Well I was I was merely attempting to to segue into Robot Wars, but fuck all of you. I'm I'm driving. More That's, about but, the claws. Well I'm navigating, so fuck you. Oh, okay. You're like our Tom Tom. Yeah, and I'm hanging out on the sunroof. We've already been over this. How many okay. contestants but, on road? But we're on a boat, don't forget. I put us on a boat. Oh, well, in that case, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm on the banana boat that you're pulling. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're paddling upstream, and Adam Adam, our uh, navigator, would like to talk about Robot Wars. Well, to do the segue properly, how many people on Robot Wars have masturbated using some parts of their robot? Oh, all of them. They've that's all made love to their robots. Yeah. I mean, that's, that goes without saying. Yeah. I think it would be a mistake um, to make love to the... Oh, I can't even remember its name. The one that had that crazy spinning thing. What, uh, Carbide? Carbide, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to have your knackers off, isn't it? <laughs> I would say um, Apollo would not be one that I would attempt to make love to, just in case it flipped me across the room. Mm. I mean, really, let's be honest, not a lot of them come across as immediately safe. Yeah, well, I mean that's half the appeal, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that one that was like, uh, like covered in in ladybird fur. Mm, they didn't. The, uh, they didn't. The old one. They didn't return. That's yeah. very disappointing. They didn't return the series. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, the final was on, and it was it was very good, um, and a good robot won, but it went to judges' decision because they were both so fucked by the end of the episode, which it was a bit of a letdown. So it was a points decision. Yeah, because they, um, they yeah, basically both just had stopped working because they got so mashed up uh, during the heats and the rest of, of the final episode. So a lot like sort of an MMA fight then? Um, yeah, pretty much. Hmm. So I think they should have um, given them more repair time and like come back another day uh, and then had a good fight for the end of it, rather than just uh, sort of limping to. A... I mean, it's not as bad as there was one fight I think in the episode before where they both lost drive in one wheel, and they were both sort of rocking backwards and forwards <laughs> trying to get to each other, and that went on for about three minutes. Yeah. Um, and that was, I think, the worst thing I've ever seen on TV. Uh, I think it was good. What I'd like to see is um, a variation on it where they're not remote controlled where they actually just have all of their programming inside them. Uh, well, I think that would be rubbish, because and they're doing a um, in Formula E, which we are the official podcast of the Formula yes. E series. They're so doing the self-driving stuff, aren't they? They're doing um, yeah, self-driving racing. I which saw is the, just... 
stupid. Yeah. I saw a little advert. Yeah, it, it I thought does. it looked quite exciting. Well, no, it looks boring. Is, though, yeah, the You're problem wrong. is... It's wrong to think that. I, it's <laughs> okay. one of those things that gets worse the better it is. Yeah. Like, if the cars are really badly programmed and they do all kinds of stupid shit and it's quite entertaining, but it reaches a certain point where the cars are just really well programmed and at that point, like... What's until point? you until you can get to the point where they can become super intelligent and learn, it's gonna yeah, like you say, the more intelligent they get, the bo- more boring it will be because they'll just drive anticipate perfect. stuff and drive. Yeah, you'll just get cars doing perfect laps every single lap. Yeah, um, t- making really efficient uh, overtakes. It would just be what like watching um, a demo of a computer game. Mm. I think my I mean, the, early, the early days should be great because they'll have all kinds of cock ups in there and. It yeah, just... I mean, you need, you need to build in like a, a pasta Maldonado variable or something <laughs> that just one of the cars will just drive into all of the others. And you could put in the Max Verstappen, which is he gets into a good position and then just basically doesn't know how he got there and is terrified, but is still really fast and just tries to weave around and take everybody out. It would be quite funny, actually, if, you know, it had like an LED screen on the top of it where it would suddenly superimpose the colours of someone like Verstappen, Verstappen or Maldonado. You could have like all the other drivers react to one of the cars and think, oh shit, it's to Maldonado, get the hell out of here. Mm. But instead of yeah, instead of autonomous robots in Robot Wars, I'd like to see um, manned vehicles, because that would add some more jeopardy to it. Yeah, you know, you've got to put some skin in the game. Yeah. Um, and ideally, um, you know, just take the robots out and just give people axes and spinners. Mm. And let them battle. I mean, really, it's like MMA, just with large metal objects, which I think everyone would be in favour of. Yeah, that's better, isn't it? You'd also get slightly less weird people doing it. Yeah, I don't know if you would. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we all like Robot Wars. Yes, yes it, and it we'll was just, very fun. We'll keep it as it is. That's our decision. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm. So... We'll tell the BBC, yeah, you can commission another series. I will phone Dara O'Brien and say, yeah, we like what you're doing. We're going to allow you to continue. Yeah, he was much less annoying than I thought he would be. Uh, I thought he was very good. I I, I don't really find him that annoying, to be honest. I I generally like him on everything, though. Mm. I I didn't like the new Philippa Forrester. Oh, I found her inoffensive. I thought she was okay. She looked quite nice. Daniel, for goodness sakes, that's so sexist. I know. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I'm single and have been for some time. Oh, fair enough. I bet... Um, or reasons probably entirely related to comments, but anyway. I bet Thor was starting to look pretty appealing by the end of that episode. Mm. Fair play, that was a sexy robot. It was. I can see how all of those contestants came to fuck their robots. That- Stick a wanking claw on that one, and uh, I mean, it, it would rip your dick off, but apart from that... You do realise you're not helping with the whole minimising the wanking tag. Well, no, yeah, but as long as it's in the context of robotic claws, it's fine. Okay. I mean, the, the wanking tag is a, an unfortunate um, byproduct. So, uh, speaking about mm, sexy things, uh, I hear the Imperial system is going to make a comeback. Yeah, apparently. You may remember one of our previous episodes where we discussed the Telegraph's incredible campaign to bring back the blue British passport now that we have not actually left Europe um, because that's literally the most important thing that we have to sort out is the colour of our passports. Um, 
Well, now that that has been resolved, by which we mean that everyone kind of forgot about it quickly, um, they now want to start a campaign to have us go back to the Imperial system um, because apparently, like, they really, really want to go back to the good old days. I'm assuming that the next campaign from the Telegraph will be let's go back to uh, pre-decimalised currency um, because who sending, needs something uh, that's understandable? Sending little boys up chimneys. Yeah. Um, it's kind of horrifying. Like, of all of the incredibly retarded things that I have seen and heard since the referendum, uh, the concept of going back to using the imperial system for measurements when we already fucking do it. Like, we are the least consistent country in the world when it comes to measurements. We I just use whatever fucking system we feel like for the, the, the measurement we're making at the time. Hmm. You see the best comment about this? Uh, a commenter for The Telegraph thought that uh, young people would be com- were completely on board with the imperial system uh, because they all understand that McDonald's sells burgers by the quarter pound. Hmm. You see, there, there would have been a, a far... Well, I mean, obviously, it's somebody who comments on The Telegraph, so they're completely out of touch with reality, but hmm. it would have been far more sensible to make some comment about weed um, because yeah, that's true, yeah. would make far more sense for young people to... Anyone, anyone who thinks well, we actually, I, um, the metric system needs to go into a pub and ask for 568 millilitres of beer because... It, yes. It's just a nonsense argument. Yeah, or, or you know, talk about how their car, how fast their car goes in kilometres an hour. Mm. Now, I um, I need to go back to Adam's point about measuring weed, and uh, I'll try and put it in language he would understand. Uh, I don't want to harsh your buzz, Daddy-O, uh, but young people use grams for weed. What? No, they don't. They do. Bullshit. It's they something I discovered and I was very upset about. They use um they use grams for cocaine, but no, they no. don't use grams for weed. The metric system is now used for weed as well. Alright, well this, well, this I mean is I, this this puts me completely behind the telegraph then. I'm I'm yeah. all, all on board of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do get the impression from this that basically my ultimate happiness would be assured by beating 52% of the country's death with a bag of Worthers Originals in a sock. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's nothing to do with the referendum. That That's always well, been one of my I, top I would goals. say I thought 52% was a bit low. Yeah, that's um, But I mean, yeah, like, it's it's kind of telling that that's the best that they can come up with is what, what about if we did the imperial system again? Hmm. Like, do you have nothing better to to come up with? It's like, no, that's that's literally all we could come up with as a like thing that would be good that we can get out of. Again, still not having left Europe. I, I think it probably um, takes quite a lot of time to put your hands over your ears and shout la 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 and try and ignore um, the economic reality. So um, I don't know. Like, to be fair, there. if you if you do that, then you you can't also be going on about how all of the whinging remainers um, lost and they should get over it. Yeah, but I mean, in another way, uh, you very much can because they are. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm, sorry, I'm looking forward to the next two weeks in a in a Schadenfreudery kind of way because apparently there's been the first cabinet meeting where all the people with the ideas for Brexit have had to meet up and talk about them in an ad. Well, no, you see, they they were workshopping and brainstorming. That, that, that's what I mean. So I dare say they were doing some blue sky thinking as well. I mean, you'd have to, really, wouldn't you? You'd hope so. Um, I, I think they have come to the conclusion that Brexit means Brexit. Yes. Perhaps somebody could run something up the flagpole. 
I mean, yeah, that, that I mean, that's a patriotic thing to do. Mm. I mean, burst into the middle of the cabinet room, drop my trousers, and masturbate furiously. Then, yes, I can absolutely run something up the flagpole. But um, Christ, Daniel, with the robotic wanking will stay on. Okay, that's fine. Yep. Um, as long as you're on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so would would that be um, as an entrepreneur? You would say, "Look at this, Liam Fox. We could sell this to America." And they would say, "This isn't Dragon's fucking den, mate." This is another just another example of Britain's incredible uh, ability to succeed on its own. Yeah. Uh, we could be the world leader in robotic wanking claws. Well, I know these four guys who do this podcast, they have the expertise required to uh, go and negotiate with now that, uh, the now Jap- that we're about Japanese. To, now that we're about to lose arm to the, the Japanese conglomerate that are buying them, and we will no longer have a, a great British industry, we need something to replace it. Um, yeah. And if we can't do phone phone microprocessors, uh, let's do robotic masturbatory assistance. We'll get um, Jaguar Land Rover to do the manufacturing for us. Yep. We'll make it a great British industry. I mean, we are the de facto market leaders in this at the moment, so... Just Google us, mate. Really yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I will not be I will not rest until those um, interlopers have been di- have been fucked off the first page. Yeah. So that means we have to talk about robotic wanking clause for the next what five episodes? Well, that would be difficult. Is it? <laughs> let's let's call it fifty just to be safe. Yeah, fair enough. Can yeah. we perhaps rename this to the Two Robotic Wanking Claw podcast? Well, no, because that's, that's a little bad. bit on the nose, mate. Okay. I don't want a robotic wanking claw on my nose. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. Noted. So, um, whilst we're talking about Europe, uh, I think, Graham, you've got a rather lovely story, it looks like, about a German man. Yeah, so this is... Um... This could be our feel-good piece. Okay. So um, there was a German man who was doing some um, swimming naked in a lake, and he thought he'd got tangled in some weeds, but he looked down and he noticed that a fishing hook was uh, embedded oh. in his penis. Uh, I, I like to raise a slight concern if you only realised after looking yeah, well, I imagine it was probably quite cold and it had gone a bit numb. Um, well, we can only so, hope. Yeah, he was uh, he, he was swimming underwater. He felt the unpleasant sensation. And then he noticed that there was a fisherman on the shore. So he, he shouted to the fisherman to hold still uh, <laughs> and swam towards him. Um, but unfortunately, the hook had uh, sort of got itself so far in that he couldn't remove it. So he had to, he had to get a knife. <laughs> Luckily, luckily, he didn't cut it out. He just uh, he he cut the line free, uh, cut cut the hook off the line. So then he cycled home. <laughs> um, and when he got home, he got into his car and drove to hospital. <laughs> I mean, that takes that takes like remarkable self control. Yeah, to, to to just not ring the ambulance from the lake. I mean, that would be my first. In between, just like. Screaming in terror. Yeah, there'd be a lot of that. I guess. I mean, being a German, he probably calculated the most efficient uh, way to to get there, and that that I guess would have been cycling home and then getting in his car. Well, no, you see, I think he basically dialed nine 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 or whatever the German equivalent is, and suddenly realised he was going to have to explain to the person on the end of the line that he's German and he's got a fish hook through his penis, and no, it is not a kinky sex thing. Mm. That's quite like you know. 
bigoted of you to say that, Dan. Like that's I've been that's unreasonably stereotyping. Like, like all of the best racial stereotypes, very much grounded in reality. Yeah, your mum. Uh, so he, um, he well, you know for a fact that's not true. So he, uh, he said that um, when he spoke to the fisherman, the fisherman told him it's not an official swimming lake and it's his right to fish there, and there are signs up to prove it. That's um, not really so the, the point. The man uh, hadn't seen the signs, but added, from now on, he'll swim a bit further into the middle. I don't think that was really the problem. Yeah. But, so, you know, a happy ending. Mm. Well, I mean, presumably. Well, the, yeah, the, the the doctor got the hook out of the willy, um, and he just bad. wasn't allowed to swim for a week. Did the man keep the hook? Uh, I'd hope he had returned it to the fisherman, because <laughs> otherwise, you know, they're not cheap. I was going to say, technically, I suppose it would be theft. Yeah. Well, if I, if I was fishing and I accidentally caught a man uh, <laughs> using by, this, by the this method, um, I don't think I would yeah. be discussing with him whether he was permitted to swim in that bit of the lake or it was where I was meant to fish. Well, he's been claiming going, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Shit! What are we going to do? Yeah, but he was probably a bit pissed off because he probably spoiled his afternoon fishing mm. just by swimming around with his dick out. Well, and then he cut the line as well. Like, yeah, exactly. And and ran what, off with his hook. Yeah, what if that was his last hook? That's his day ruined. Mm. So, and who's this German guy? I think he is Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I mean, do you think that was effectively a, an anti-fishing protest that he was trying to save well, maybe, a rare species? I mean, if it, fish? if it was, on one hand, it was quite effective, but on the other, it was not very effective because. By the sound of it, the man wasn't, you know, he didn't say, I will never fish again. He just said, can you not swim where I'm fishing, please, or I'm going to catch your, catch your dick. Yeah. It's I meant Orlando thought. Bloom when he was... Uh... Oh, I see, right, yeah. I mean, if somebody had caught his penis with a fishing hook, that would have been a bigger news story than just catching it with the camera. Yes, it certainly would have been. Um, mm. Yeah, it would have been celebrity, actor, man, has... Uh, penis hooked by fishing stick and rod. Mm, I'd like to see Heat uh, come up with a catchy, snappy headline for that. Yes. Oh, mm, we could I, we could I, let I, Dan I try some puns out. Fish, fish penis puns. Yeah, um, come on, come on, Dan. Those are your ingredients right. for your your pun we've, machine. We've all demonstrated how good we are at punning in the past. I think Especially maybe Dan. We're sort of we're, we're we're winding down the episode. Maybe this can be we'll we'll end on a high with an excellent um, knob fish pun. Mm. Turbot, uh, turbot trout, um, cod piece, cod piece. That's getting oh, that's towards yeah. something. I think. Yeah. What about couch of the day? Like a catch, but ouch, couch, couch of the day. Couch. Yeah. Uh, this is quite difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Sun writers don't get paid for nothing, do they? they mm, good luck. This is why they why their stories are such shit because they spend eleven hours a day <laughs> coming up with with puns. It's not it's, it's not an easy job. No, no, not at all. So, um, mackerel, um, fish and chips. I'm genuinely pretty stumped here. Um, Herring. Herring. I I refuse to accept that we haven't got a good uh, knob fish joke in us somewhere. 
I mean, there, there must be so many great ones. I bet all the listeners are sitting on the train or <laughs> at work, wherever they are, just shouting um, John Thomas Dory, sort <laughs> of. That's, that's not good. It's uh, not, well, it's better than anything you've come up with. Well, no, it, it, that, that's my I mean, point. You're just going to say butter turkey at some point and... Uh, <laughs> Fish and dicks, yeah. I mean, it's, Fish and it's, dicks is pretty okay. What's a sort of a phrase like catch of the day around um, fishing and fish? Um, I don't know. The fisherman could get home and he could say, it was this big. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, Wangling. <laughs> Uh, that's it's kind of tenuous, but yeah, it's not, not great. Small fry caught by big hook. Small, small fry. That, yeah, you should have seen the one that got away. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's not bad. I mean, maybe not not overtly uh, penis related, but it was this big. We've just yeah, we just one. said that. Yeah, yeah, keep oh, up. Yeah. Um, I said it in a funny voice. That's much better. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, um, so yeah, yeah. rather than angling for a compliment. Angling for a cockliment. I'm not sure that really works. Can't criticise because I've come up with nothing better. That's almost like cock ring. There's no no mention of a cock ring. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a German word for fish or fishing that we could segue in. I mean, yeah, not knowing any German. That's that's making a very complex pun. Yeah, it limits, limits our options somewhat, um, which is a shame. Well, maybe that could be our homework, to go away and come back uh, at the int- introduction of next week's podcast. We'll all say our excellent fish penis pun. And listeners, feel yeah. free to send, send some in. And, I mean, I think it's nice to set a bit of homework, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, I enjoy how this ties in with my metaphor of uh, paddling paddling our little boat on the waters of the internet. So that's nice, isn't it? Hmm. It's nice when a metaphor is sometimes consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best type of metaphor. So before I paddle us back to shore, and we can all towel down, yeah. has anyone got anything else they really want to talk about? Well, I just as we were starting, I saw um, a headline which caught my eye, which was... Man caught on camera having a poo in a bag in middle of Skegness Street. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a very descriptive headline. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we're going to add much to the much to it by um, reading the story, but um, a man was doing a poo in the street in a bag, which I think is it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, it's the the witness said, "My nephew was trying to look, but I said, don't look. I didn't want him to see that.'" <laughs> Yeah, good there. Uh, and then he he went on to say he could at least have done it down an alleyway. <laughs> Again, a reasonable argument. So that that's a press release put out by um, Visit Lincolnshire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, presumably it was going in a bag so that he could put the bag in a bin, or maybe just um, to so keep he could take, to it take home. home. Yeah, for his collection, just just in case. Yeah, well, that's that's lovely. Has anyone else got anything they want to talk about? Nope. I'm afraid I do not. Absolutely nothing. No. Okay, well, that's fine. 
in that case, we are coming towards the end. Uh, no one has drowned today, which is excellent. And uh, I think we've all had a lovely time. I uh, got my penis caught on a fishing hook. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Okay, so when you said German man, that was yeah. that was similar to when you say, um, I've got a friend yeah. who wants to know about this. Uh, when I say a man was shitting in a bag in Skegness. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, that's good. So, uh, thank you to our regular panelists, uh, Adam. Hi. Daniel. Goodbye. And uh, Graham. Get down with your bad selves. So, uh, I've been Christopher from Dorset, and uh, we're now safely back at the test centre. We've been mechanical wanking calls. And uh, I will find out if I have passed or failed. Um, Well, I will let you know after I have listened back to the recording, because that's the the only way I can sort of hear 80% of what you say. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I will get back to you when I can. But it seemed to go quite well. Well, After after the initial false start, um, very successful. Yeah, I, uh, I am prepared to offer you a permanent position. Okay, well, that's very exciting, isn't it? And so, provided, you know, with a caveat that if anything that didn't quite make it through the internet pipes um, was overtly racist, um, then I, I think we should all be should all be good, all be golden. Okay. You realise he's going eighty percent of the time calling us wankers. Well, that's fair enough, really. Yeah, it's true enough as it goes. Excellent. Mm. So we've finished, haven't we? We have. Yes. Mm.